yeah. I love my HBCU. And boy, I love it, love it. I love it, love it. I love my HBCU. And man, I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. Man, I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab to see if my team won a loss. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouse. But if they won, she tap. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Caville, yeah. he know what he be talking about. Talkin Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Yeah. Talkin they about. can press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot yeah. And who the ball, ball. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes, sir. and pay attention, Boy. cause he gon' teach a lesson. This, this is Dr. Caville's Inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Mike Washington is again back off of a son. He's in the studio. Oh, oh look at that. Charles, let's, let's welcome the band back. Hey! Oh, hey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode 365 Inside the HBC Sports Lab Radio Show and Podcast, the show that's covering the sporting HBC dash for all things HBC sports, for institutions large and small from NEIA to the NCAA, we share insights and information on the HBC sports culture, HBCU athletic aesthetics to facilitate the story of HBC athletic programs in the business of HBC sports. We call it HBC sports pedagogy. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta along with my co-host, Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. We're filming from our home studios and sending a signal live to KCH 230 AM studios with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer, or Ralph Cooper Multi Hall of Famer, I should say, in the beautiful home of Texas Southern University from Houston, Texas. Got a big show in store with a lot of information for you. Today's episode of Inside the HBC Sports Lab is sponsored by THG Agency, LLC. THG Agency is a company that provides sporting and educational consulting and data analytics. With that being said, would be remiss if I didn't say for all those that acknowledge, celebrate, or some way get in trouble about Mm. Uh, Valentine's Day. I want to wish you happy Valentine's Day. Make sure you do what you need to do. We don't want any problems. Uh, with that being said, uh, Mike, how are you doing? Uh, hola, buen tarde. Vamos a Teresa. That's that's Portuguese. I've been in Brazil, folks. So that's basically hello, good afternoon, and let's get down to some business. Mike drop. That's why, why you got, yeah, why, why you got to show out like that, man? Really? That's what you're going to do for today? I got all this. And he goes, man, Charles, your turn. I'm not following. I refuse to follow that. Hey, That's Mike, come through with doing? the mic. With the mic drop coming through the old hey, Portuguese. I picked, I picked up. A brother can't pick up a little Portuguese. Hello, good night, good afternoon, good day, happy Valentine's, you said it all. <laughs> How you doing, Charles? Doing well, though, doing well. Well, we tell you what, we're right up on it with some uh, the crack of the bats this weekend, so looking forward to a little uh, HBCU baseball, baseball season gets underway. Yeah, tune in, we certainly will be out there covering and following it. We might see if sneak in a radio uh, streaming show for you all, so stay with us, we'll make sure we get the information out. See if we can bring you some live content. My understanding, obviously, the big, big events, a lot of things surrounded it. We'll, we'll talk about some of those key things. 
big announcement associated with Texas Southern University. My understanding that um, may be announced at the event of two. So uh, we certainly will keep you abreast of that. With that being said, I'd be remiss. Check this out, y'all. Mm. Tougaloo College Bulldogs are your 2023 Gulf Coast Athletic Conference regular season men's basketball champions. For the first time in school history, the Bulldogs have captured back-to-back regular season championships. The Bulldogs will enter the GCAC tournament as the number one seed. Congratulations. Obviously, I told everybody a couple of weeks ago, I've had them jump over Langston. Langston had a tough couple of weeks as their number one rankings. We'll find out about that this week. We'll release those on Thursdays for everybody. Today, we'll do major division, mid-major division, We'll see if there's a change on the major division side. Maryland East Shore had a tough weekend. They got taken down twice, not just one. Wow. He came and told everybody yep. to keep up with it and said, hey, this would be one to follow over in the MEAC in terms of what's going on there. So we'll see what that does in terms of shaking up the top five. But as we like to do, we'll get in there and talk a little bit about the uh, news of the day. Uh, we'll bring that to you a little bit. Those are some of the updates I wanted to see. Before we take this first break and get into it, uh, we'll come back and do some poll rankings, uh, things of that nature. Uh, I did want to share a little bit of North Carolina Central head coach LaVille Wooten Passes, Hall of Famer from HBCUGameDay.com. Uh, great stuff out of here when you talk about North Carolina. Uh, in general, you many of us understand the basketball prowess of that state. And that's on many levels and obviously includes HBCUs. Monday night, Coach Mouton picked up 240th career victory in that gym as North Carolina Central University dominated Cotton State 85 to 52 to surpass the legend himself on the school's all-time win list with his photo towering above the court. As far as John McClendon, I mean, I may have passed him in victories, but you know the impact that he had on the game in terms of being a pioneer and a trailblazer. You know he took a lot of book whipping, so I didn't have to do. Go through it, end quote. McClendon coached at North Carolina Central from 1940 through 1952, winning 81% of his games, leading the school to a combined eight CIAA titles between the regular season and conference tournaments. He ultimately left the school following the 1952 season when the administration attempted to cut athletics budget. We've heard that before. He would go on to coach at Hampton Institute. People may uh, have forgotten. But uh, then another legendary stop at Tennessee A&I, uh, Kentucky State, Cleveland State as well. A uh, pro coaching career would result in him being named a Hall of Famer twice, first as a contributor and eventually as a basketball coach. Many of us realize that Texas A&I, uh, he won three championships there, first of any institution, HBCU or not, to do that feat. And so um, well-connected there. This past weekend, Tennessee State, obviously, formerly known as TNA, Tennessee A&I, had um, a ceremony where they honored uh, Bennett and, and a couple of other players in terms of their championships, uh, Hall of Fame, and there's a movie coming out that's going to sure. tell a story about those movies. So I'm excited about that. So a lot of connections. Yep. Uh, Barnett is just the um, bad boy when you talk about what he's able to do. Uh, on multiple levels, NBA champion as well. So I wanted to kind of make that connection and tell that. Let's take our first break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll give you the women's top 10 mid-major rankings, get these guys' thoughts on that, get into an interview that we have later in the show, and we'll come back with the major division on the men 
and give you some other news throughout the show. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this first break. Team Madden and Associates is a sophisticated and experienced law firm located in your neighborhood. We're turning injury to cash. T. Madden and Associates obtained almost $2 million for my injury. They turned my injury to cash. Now, we can't guarantee how much your injury is worth, but we've recovered millions for our clients. Call T. Madden and Associates at 833-PAID-123. That's 833-PAID-123. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot, yeah, and who the ball, ball. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir. And pay attention, cause he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Bill inside the HBC Sports Lab. We're back and it's time to break it up and give you the mid-major top five. No team dropped out this week. Some changes in the order, so check this out. Let me know your thoughts on this. Receiving votes as we get in it, since no team dropped out of this week. Receiving votes are Alabama A&M uh, Bulldogs. Uh, went 11-13, mm. 94 points, so they're outside receiving uh, votes with 34 points. Then you have Bethune-Cookman, 10-13, 9-4 with 33 points. Alabama State Hornets had a pretty good weekend. They're even the record at 12-12 and 9-4 and and as they continue to push forward, 21 points. As I said, no team dropped out of this week, um, so we'll keep it moving into the top five. Howard Bison, 11-11 on the season, 7-2. They just got edged out, edged out Alabama a and Bulldogs are the red hot, but they remain at number five to stay in the top five this week. Should be interesting as things move forward. Uh, what will go on with the Howard Bison, Alabama a and Bulldogs? Uh, at number four, you see a little bit of change here. Uh, North Carolina A&T State Aggies, 15-9, 9-4. They had a tough weekend because they've lost two straight games, 57 points, dropped all the way to number two. Previously, we saw Jackson State there, so we'll see what that means for Jackson State in terms of where they are in the rank. Let's go to number three, Norfolk State Spartans, 19-5, 7-2, 6-3. weekend as they continue to do things, but they remain at number three. Bringing us to number two, Jackson State Tigers, 15-8, and 12-1. The ladies of Jackson mm. State continue to move. They move all the way up two spots. They earn two first-place votes, as they do at 74. And they come a little closer to the number one spot. But Morgan State uh, Bears uh, are 16-6, and 9-0, undefeated in terms of conference play. Uh, they have nine straight victories as they continue to roll. Six first-place votes. 78 points, first place. So Morgan State Bears remain in the top spot in week number six. Uh, they continue to push forward. Can they hold on? As some of the teams are jockey, as you go down the stretch, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Uh, with that said, I'm going to go to you, Charles, first. Uh, what are your thoughts into the poll ranking? You see Jackson State has made a move. Uh, we thought eventually they would, but they are just dominating their opponents now. They had that one blip. Obviously, on the road to Prairie View, you had a couple of other close games here and there. When I say close, we're talking about a margin of 10-plus. But mm -hmm. outside of that, they 
beat teams 20-plus points and even had a 35 points a couple of weeks ago. So they continue to churn it out. What do you think, t- thoughts on the women's top five uh, with Jackson State moving to number two in a lot of I can I can almost make an argument for Jackson State being number one with both uh, Morgan State and, and Jackson State both have won nine in a row. But if you take a look at the average margin of victory uh, with regards to Jackson State, uh, I think the the only you know blip on that record, of course, is is that loss on the road at Prairie View. But uh, their average margin of victory is something uh, unbelievable when you take a look at it. And I thought that they would get a good stern test from Bethune Cookman uh, last night. Uh, but to no avail. Uh, and you see the same story on a Monday. Uh, on a Monday. Uh, it, it was, everything was shaping up perfect for money. Uh, but you see the same sort of uh, uh, a formula for Jackson State week in, week out. They rebound you to death, they throw the ball into the post, and they work the paint. Uh, that, that's the big thing that uh, you take a look with them. Uh, that is, uh, I think, key uh, to their. Uh, uh, Wins, uh, especially winning nine in a row, and something to keep an eye on moving toward the tournament. Yep, Mike. What are your thoughts? Morgan State nine in a row. Jack State nine in a row. I see Howard. I told you stays in there. They've won five in a row themselves. So some interesting uh, movement around on the women's side. So I want to get your thoughts in terms of those standings there. Um, uh, Bethune Cookman. They took their first loss, but they had won a couple of. Uh, games there, and they sit in second place with three teams, along with Alabama A&M and Alabama State, all at nine and four in the conference race. What are your thoughts with them being outside, with Jackson State moving up to two, Morgan State holding down, and Norfolk, you know, took a tumble this week after um, mm. running into a headwind in the Colonial, even though they had some of those games at home. They've lost two straight. Oh, how can I say this? And let me say it politely. Um, I think CB said it nicely. He said you can make an argument. I'm I'm defiantly saying that Jackson State should be number one. You you look at statistics. You look at their what they're letting their opponents go. Uh, go. Their only blip. You said it yourself, Doc. Was PV on the road. Since then, they've got an average margin of a victory of about a million. Let's say give or take. <laughs> um, so let, let's go let's just for sake of argument say that Jackson State should be Morgan State is unbelievable this year don't get me wrong I think they're a, a winning streak of nine the ladies are getting it done their average streak uh, a, a, an order of magnitude of minus 10 or less for you engineers that 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 know that <laughs> that means that if Jackson State is beating people by a million, give or take. That means Morgan State is beating people by maybe 10, give or take. And, and they're playing impressive. Please don't get this wrong. But Jackson State has just been too impressive. And then you look at all facets of the game. Rebound, scoring, shoot from the arc. Jackson State is leading in all of those categories. That's also what I look at besides margin of victories. So I'm going to more emphatically say, that is those ladies from Jackson State that should be number one. Howard, yeah, they're doing all right, but uh, I think Jackson State right now is a clear horse that's out in front. Good stuff by both of you all. Uh, that is an interesting argument that you make when you look at Jackson State and Morgan State Bears. Um, you don't often see a team fall out of number one unless they lose. 
Uh, but you all are making an argument just because of the margin of victory mm. in terms of Jackson State. Obviously, in terms of the overall record, there's not a lot there. Difference there is 16 and 6, 15 and 8 in the SWAT because there's more teams and there are more conference games being played. Uh, more of those wins are attributed to conference play, which uh, because they're doing it in fine fashion with the discrepancy of uh, points of margin, it allows that to stick out more. So it's interesting when you look at that in terms of just uh, the margin error. When you look at total points, 78 to 74, six votes to two votes. So it's not a lot of room there. So I think you can make that statement and argument. It'll be interesting to watch this race down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, right? Can Norfolk edge themselves back into the race? They continue. After they took a little dip, had those losses, they're right there. Uh, big matchup coming up. I uh, see that. Uh, North Carolina A&T playing in uh, the Colonial. Obviously, they hit lay their head. Uh, but they can rebound and get a couple of wins together to be interesting and see what that looks down the stretch. Uh, if these teams can close out conference play uh, it, as champion, that's one component. Obviously, you go into the tournament. Can either one of these teams do the do daily double, if you will, win the regular season and the conference tournament to see what that looks like. So good stuff. Howard Bison with five in a row. I think they've been impressive. They sit at the seven and two mark, similar to Norfolk State. So, Another team to keep your eyes on. And then I must say again, Alabama AM, uh, Alabama State, but then Cookman sitting at nine and four. Can they find a way to separate from each other and maybe push a little bit up into the top five? Yes, Joe. Really quick question. Uh tougher top three. Uh Morgan, Norfolk, or uh, and Howard, or Jackson State, Alabama State and Alabama AM. Ooh, now that's a good one. That's a good question. I would have to give the edge. I'm going to give the edge, actually, to Alabama A&M, Jackson State, Alabama State, uh, over Morgan State, yep. uh, North Carolina, I mean, uh, Norfolk State and Howard, even though I have three of those teams in the top five. Yeah, yeah. That's some, what of that is just, some of that is just when you lose. So mm -hmm. it's important for people, and I'm glad you asked that question. This poll is a week-to-week -week poll, so it doesn't take um, the, what you've done over the season, but as a small margin. It takes a bigger margin in terms of what you do in that week's games. And when you see uh, Alabama AM, and Alabama State, Alabama A&M coming off a loss, um, State winning three, Bethune-Cookman coming out of the loss as well. So that affects you, even though their loss was to Bethune-Cookman and why they're still in uh, receiving votes. So great points there. Uh, let's take another break. We'll come back on the other side and give you a little bit of news uh, for that. In fact, let's stick with it have some discussion and we'll take a break um so i wanted to go back in there and i was going to take a break and come back on the other side and get into some news some news that i didn't give you a chance to get in earlier but instead of taking a break let's go straight through it uh charles what's some news that you wanted to get out there that i didn't get a chance to ask you early uh as yeah. we were getting into this top five i wanted to make sure i did my poll ranking you see how well like. i'm gonna stick with the women let's take a look at the uh me because they announced their uh uh, weekly award winners are uh, presented by Coca-Cola. Howard University junior guard Destiny Howell was selected as the MEAC Women's Basketball Player of the Week, uh, as well as Delaware State Savannah Brooks was named the Rookie of the Week while Norfolk State's graduate guard Camille Downs, she earned a Defensive Player of the Week. So let's take a look real quickly at the statistics. Uh, first, for Destiny Howell, uh, the junior guard from Queens, New York, she averaged 20 points, four assists per game, 
in the two Bisons win this past week, shooting a combined 14 of 24, 58% from the floor, six of nine from behind the arch. He dropped 25 points on eight of 14 shooting, hitting all four of her threes against Maryland Eastern Shore this past Monday. And on Saturday, she had 15 points and six assists, going six of 10 from the floor against Delaware State. When we take a look at Ms. Brooks, Savannah Brooks, uh, she averaged 13 and a half points and three steals in two games for the Hornets. She opened with 17 points and four steals against Howard before adding 10 points, three bounds, and two steals against Norfolk State for the week. She was combined 14 for 16 from the free throw line. And defensive player Lee Camille Downs, five steals per game uh, for the Spartans in a pair of wins this past week. She opened with six steals, Dr. Camille, against Maryland Eastern Shore, tying her season high before adding four more and Monday's win over Delaware State. She was giving somebody fits out there, man. She, she was going straight to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, what's on your mind? What's the news out there that has you excited <clears throat> in the HBC world? Well, since he took the women, I guess I'll take the BAG. Ben, North Carolina Central redshirt senior forward Chris Monroe and Delaware State senior guard uh, Okoye Parker have been named MEAC uh, Men's Basketball Players of the Week. Howard University Shy Odom was named Rookie of the Week. And North Carolina Central Graduate Center Brendan Medley Bacon was announced as Defensive Player of the Year. Now, Monroe. Uh, basically averaged a double-double as the Eagles went 2-0 and against Miak Pose for the week. The uh, Eagles had a pretty good week, going 19.5 points, 12.5 rebounds uh, a con in a contest while shooting 13-27, which is just under 50% from the floor. Uh, so he had a career-high 25 points, 16 rebounds against Coppin State, after turning in a four point a fourteen point nine rebound effort against Morgan State, Parker, six foot five senior guard, averaged nineteen point seven points contest, shot a combined eleven point eleven for sixteen from three point range. I'll say it again, eleven for sixteen from three point range, uh, in three games for the Hornets. His best game against Howard, where Parker tied his career high with 24 points, hitting five of six from beyond the arc. He also had 19 points on four made threes against Norfolk State. In a midweek uh, win over Chicago State, Parker had 16 points. And for the week, he has combined 20 of 33, so basically two-thirds or 61% from the floor. Odom averaged, what, 12 and a half, six rebounds, a contest. <coughs> Sorry. As Howard went for th uh, 13 points, five rebounds, two steals, two assists against Delaware State uh, before adding 12 points, seven rebounds, and three points uh, against Maryland Eastern Shore, a game in which he went five for nine from the floor. So those are your MEAC men's players of the week. Nice job, fellas. Good stuff, good stuff there. Uh, before we get into it, uh, as we're working through it, I did want to announce the SWAC announces predictive order of finish and preseason selections. Uh, this will run right into this uh, next interview that I hope we're lining up. Uh, SWAC announced 2023 SWAC baseball predicted order of finish along with its preseason teams and individual award selection. On Friday afternoon, the predicted order of finish preseason teams and individual award were voted upon by the league's head coaches and sports information director. Alabama State was picked to finish first place in the SWAC Eastern Division. The Hornets tallied eight first-place points and 103 total points. Bethune-Cookman second, 
Florida A&M third, Jack State fourth, Alabama A&M fifth, and Mississippi Valley State sixth round out the list for the SWAC East uh, preseason. Southern was tabbed to finish first place in the SWAC Western Division. The Jaguars amassed 11, 11 first place votes, 109 total points. Grandma State second, Prairie View third, Texas Southern fourth, Arkansas Pine fifth, and Alcorn State Braves sixth. Alcorn State Braves, I should say sixth. Highlight the SWAC West preseason selections. Alabama State Corey King was named preseason player of the year, while Florida A&M's Hunter Vites was tabbed preseason pitcher of the year. With that being said, we're going to take this quick break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll get a chance maybe to discuss a little bit of this uh, as we look at it, and then we'll get into the second half part of the show. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Your ad could be ran here. MyJBN.com backslash support. MyJBN.com backslash support for more information. Free driving offers the most advanced and luxurious pickup in its class. Yeah, it runs. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com That's www.slowburnwaco.com Supermarket sushi, really? No. Wait, Troy, you work here? I'm never not working. Like head and shoulder scalp shield technology, up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Never not working, huh? <laughs> oh, Troy, you're such a good teacher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> never not working. Never not working. Never ever not working. Are you serious? Never not working. Standard protection that's never not working. Head and shoulder scalp shield technology. It's like a loot machine. All around town, trying to get If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna laugh, and root about, So listen to Professor Yes Sir, and pay attention, cause he gon' teach a lesson. Coming back, Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, and we have Coach Omar Johnson of Jackson State University. Wanted to give y'all, we just did the predicted order finish, so we wanted to, to get into some of the baseball talk. It's just that kind of weather. You start to see a little more light in the morning. Must be some good time for baseball. And then you got uh, Cactus Jack, uh, HBCU baseball classic coming up. So just wanted to say, Coach, how you doing today? Coach, years. We can't hear you. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you now. Okay. I, Welcome I, to the I, show, I, Coach. Decided we've been saying that uh, things look like it's that time of the year. How you feeling? So we can't hear you now. Went back out. Yeah, we lost you on the Bluetooth. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. I can hear you. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me now? Oh, I'm yes. sorry. Um, we left. All right. So just saying, how how's it going? How you doing? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think what's happening is uh, the Bluetooth is going in and out. Yeah, yep. and you might have to come up your Bluetooth code. Hey, Dr. Kavir, let's take a break uh, while Coach gets yeah, let's, his uh, we'll audio. Take a, uh, take a break together. and come back on the other side. How's it going, okay. Coach? Yeah, we're going to take a break and bring it back so we can get some of these technical issues out. Go ahead and take a quick break as we go back, and we'll be right back after this quick break. <laughs> Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us. Soon. We? Is this the one? Well, let's say I found the one who takes me to another level. Always stays calm under pressure. Most importantly, the one that helps me discover the coolest places. This sounds wonderful. Come outside, I'll introduce you. They're here. Definitely the one. <laughs> Introducing the all-new Nissan Frontier. CDW, we get speed as the new currency of success. Our team spends way too much time tending to outdated applications and software when they should be focused on driving application agility and innovation. CDW Amplify Development Services modernizes software and application development to help accelerate innovation and digital transformation. So you mean building new applications, UI, and mobile interfaces? Well, you said you needed to innovate more quickly. Oh, so he's a listener. To do more at scale, trust CDW Amplify Development Services. T. Madden & Associates is a sophisticated and experienced law firm located in your neighborhood. We're turning injury to cash. T. Madden & Associates obtained almost $2 million for my injury. They turned my injury to cash. Now, we can't guarantee how much your injury is worth, but we've recovered millions for our clients. Call T. Madden & Associates at 833-PAID-123. That's 833-PAID-123. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna lose, yeah. And who the ball? Who the ball? 
So listen to Professor Yes Sir And pay attention Cause he gonna teach a lesson This is Dr. Lil with Inside HBC Sports Lab. We're back with Jackson State University uh, head men's baseball coach, Coach Omar Johnson. How's it going today? It's going great. It's going great. We're, we're getting excited about the start of the season. Yeah, we're excited about it too. Uh, obviously, you kicked things off in the CAC Jack Classic down here. Um, so let's just jump into that and talk about how what are your thoughts of playing in uh, a classic such as that? Well, I, I, it's it's our kids are very excited to get an opportunity to play on the major league field, but um, the Houston Astros, Cactus Jack, they're 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 man, they're 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 rolling the red carpet out. They're doing everything, so we're excited to have an opportunity to play, you know, in the in the event um, like this. Um, you know, we. We played in a couple of, um, you know, preseason events in years past, but I, I don't think they've put the effort that the Houston Astros and Cactus Jacks putting into this. Mm. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that perspective. Charles, go ahead and follow up with a question. Yeah, uh, Coach, I want to ask this question, especially in regards to uh, this recruiting footprint uh, that you take a look at with Texas. Uh, of course, Florida, huge uh, recruiting uh, base for Jackson State. But uh, when you take a look at being on this national stage, uh, uh, this Cactus Jack uh, uh, Classic being on the MLB Network, what does it do with regards to the recruiting footprint of Jackson State baseball? Well, if you look at our roster, if you look at our roster for the last, shoot, 15, 17 years, we get kids from all over the place. Uh, mm -hmm. We've had our share of Texas kids. Um, we have no issues of getting kids coast to coast, international, Caribbean. You know, that's that's one of the ways we kind of we've made it work here at Jackson State. You know, I've been able to identify some talent and bring some guys here to Mississippi and, and they fit into our, our culture and our environment and we've made the most of it. Coach, I, I have kept my eyes on you and I've seen you recruiting, like you said, uh not just national, literally coast to coast, but international. Uh, and then now you're talking about even coming back into Texas. I'm getting a little nervous, Coach. I'm, I just want to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple uh, kids on our team from Texas now, you know. So, you know, Caraway, Dalen Caraway. Dalen yep. Caraway is from, from right around right round that way. We have, a kid, I think, a kid from Sugarland, um, Jaden oh. Bauer. So <laughs> Jaden you know, Bauer, heard of, yeah. Yeah, so we, we have some talent. kids. We, we, we get around. We get around a little bit. You know, yeah. you, gotta get out there. Coach, you yeah. gotta rub it in. We see you working. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, hey, coach. Uh, this is this is Big Mike here. I am from the People's Republic of Texas. Just want to let you know that. Um, uh, appreciate. Um, big fan of yours. Um, and and appreciate. obviously, obviously, recruiting is part of your pedigree. Let me take a deeper dive at your recruiting efforts in the SWAC. You know, we know that pitching prowess and pitching death is very important. What do you look for when you go out and you recruit young pitchers? Because we get into these tournaments and you know you got to have the number of arms uh, in the bench, you know, pitching the right stuff. What do you look for when you go out and look for, for these pitchers, whether it be Texas, Florida, or wherever? Well, it's it, it's – First of all, obviously everything kind of starts with a little velo, but we 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 most more so side with guys that can man the ball. If they can throw multiple pitches for a strike, that always helps. You know our pitch philosophy. We have always, you know, 
you know, told our guys to pitch backwards, you know, basically throwing breaking pitches and fastball counts. So I was just having some pitching meetings right before we all got started. And I have an old saying that a lot of the times that I've gotten more out of 86 than I got out of 96, you know. So it's <laughs> just just adapting um, what we do to yeah. the some of the, the, the athletes' ability level that we bring in. So, you know, you have to – that's part of coaching, you know, being able to get the most out of the kid that you actually have. But we've been fortunate to recruit some guys that can really pitch and that gives us opportunity to win games. But pitching, it, it all starts with pitching. If you can pitch a little bit, you catch it a little bit, you, you, you'll you have a chance to win a game. You know, pitching and defense is everything. Coach, what what Let's is get... it like – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doc. No, go. Go, Chuck. Well, I want to ask, what is it like um, playing in this in this swack East? I mean, you have Florida A&M, you have Bethune, Cookman, you have yourself, you have uh, Alabama State, obviously, but um, – Week in, week out, uh, it is a dogfight in this Swackies. But, like, what does Jackson State have to do to, uh, you know, um, make sure that they are in the upper echelon of fighting it out in this very, very difficult side of, well, we say Swackies, but, uh, of course, looking at playing those teams over there or in uh, uh, over there on the Swackies side of the, of, of the ball? Yeah, our, our division, our, our division is really competitive, really competitive. Um, the biggest the biggest thing for us is to be healthy. I think we have the ability to to compete with anyone. It's just a matter of health. Um, that 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 was kind of our our deal from last year. You know, we we had a bunch of injuries at a very short period of time, but we found a way to turn it around. The second half of the season, I think the second half of the season, we went sixteen and five. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you know, it's just once you figure out the group of guys that you have, and then kind of finding a way to to help them be successful. That that's kind of how it goes, but that that our division is, is is really competitive, and you can't you can't take away Alabama and M and Mississippi Valley. They're all both going to be better this year. Right. So, so the whole the whole that that whole division is going to be really competitive. I no think doubt. Mississippi Valley had had two kids that was all conference, you know. So it's 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 going to be really competitive. Sure Follow up on that in, in this classic is kind of unique. Because not only do you get to play uh, a rival in Mississippi Valley State in terms of the matchup, but you get to play <laughs> some of the teams in the West. Obviously, you have the rival with Southern, so you play them midweek um, in Saturday games, not um, in terms of uh, what you call your division. Is that something that is beneficial to be able to play teams in the West uh, in this format, or is the season just so long by the time you get back to tournament time? Uh, would it no, not it, make that much of a difference? It is. It is it is beneficial to, to play the, the teams in our league. Definitely if you know the the teams that you have an opportunity to play in a tournament, without a doubt. You know, um but we're we're so centrally located, you know, we're right in the middle of everything. So it's easy for us to get to just about everybody. I think, you know, we 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 we, we don't really play Southern midweek, but we normally play your Kremlin midweek, you know, two and a half hours from here and then same with Pine Bluff. So we're 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 really fortunate with that, and and we play a series with Alcorn, which we try to keep the rivalry going um, with that because right. they're, they're basically an hour and a half away. You know what I mean? So, no, it is very beneficial. It, it's very beneficial for us to play, and then it's a lot of tradition. And I've been around, you know, the the conference a lot longer than most, so I I appreciate the traditions, and I want to stay true to the traditions. So, I appreciate that you sharing that. Last yeah. question before we like. Get out of here. I know you got a very busy schedule, but I'd be remiss if we didn't get into some of uh, key players that we need to keep our eyes on 
not just this weekend, but throughout the season, obviously in terms of preseason uh, selections, you have um, your first baseman, Jalen Williams, um, uh, also as well as outfielder Jatavius Melton. Uh, what about those players that make them special and any other players that we need to keep our eyes on uh, that we well, need to watch out for this rest of the season? Jalen Jalen batted about three thirty last year, and he was a, a he was a big part of us turning it around that second half because he matured a little bit. He he didn't play a lot as a freshman, so he was a sophomore, and he had to he had to he had to mature really fast. Um, Jatavius mm. Jatavius has been a starter since he came on campus. He's he's a real special kid. You know, he's a six five runner with above average arm that that can steal thirty forty bases easy. Um, and then he's a guy that you know that that can that can really swing the bat. So we're excited by having him. And then Ty Hill, um, mm. Ty, Ty was the conference player of the year, and he was everything that one year. Player of the year, hitter of the year, newcomer of the year. <laughs> um, so he was, you know, having well him. Deserved. Yeah, well deserved. Now he he he's he's a, he's a machine. So we're we're fortunate to to, to have him to be able to, um, you know, contribute and help everybody else get a little better. Coach, beyond the wheels. I'd be remiss if I didn't give you the last word to kind of share uh, any final thought with us. And I do want to remind you, uh, next time you go on these recruiting in and out trips, especially the Caribbean, just let me know. I, you know, I can get out there and help, make sure you carry your bags, whatever it needs to go <laughs> down there and, and make sure you get some players and bring them back. Well, I, I'm 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 really fortunate that I do have a lot of contacts in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll be in Puerto Rico in June, Bahamas in June, and I think Curacao in in July. So um, you're welcome to come. They're they're all great places. The people, that's good. Uh, see, see, Charles, the people open, open themselves up. All I had to do was ask. All you have to do is yeah. ask. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Seriously, any last thoughts that you want to share with us? I appreciate you guys having having me and and giving recognition to our program and and the I love. I love it. Perfectly said to close it yeah, out. Love, love That's it. your head baseball coach, Jack State University, uh, Omar Johnson. Thanks for giving us the time. And we'll be putting some of these coaches in and out throughout the season to make sure we give some appropriate love to Swag Baseball. It's affinity for us, so we'll keep it up. Keep doing the great work you've done as a championship coach of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Thank you, Coach. We'll be right Thanks, back coach. after this break. Thanks, Coach. Thanks. People think unusual circumstances means complicated taxes. But for a TurboTax Live expert like me, it just makes things interesting. So, give us everything you've got. What if I'm a professional gamer with a ton of expenses? If they help drive views, let's talk deductions. What if I'm in a state with no income tax, but my survival videos are viewed in 38 countries? I can help. And if this is a business dinner, save those jerky receipts. An interesting life can mean an even greater refund. You do your thing. We've got your taxes. Intuit TurboTax Live. Verizon just gave us all a brand new iPhone 13. We've been customers for years. I thought new phones were for new customers. We got iPhone 13s too, switched to Verizon two minutes ago. Ours were busted, and we still got a shiny new one. Check it out. So wait, 
everybody gets the same great deal. I think that's the point. iPhone 13 on us for every customer, current, new, everyone on any unlimited plan starting at just $35. All on the network more people rely on. It's like a loot machine. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot left. And who the ball? So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir. And pay attention, cause he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Ville inside the HBC Sports Lab. Time to get into back to basketball, closing out the season. So we got a little more as we head towards March Madness and those that want to put on their dancing shoes uh, before we put on those cleats uh, to get through the dirt out there in the infield and outfield of baseball stadiums. Let's make sure we get it on the hardwood with these, uh, uh, you know, you got all these sneaker heads out here, as, as you know it. So let's get into this top five. Major division. I'm excited about this. We got to change at the top. I'll tell you ahead of time, we have a change at the top. So stick with me because I want to see what your thoughts are in terms of the top five. Receiving votes this week. In week number six, Maryland Eastern Shore Hawks. Ooh. Yes, they're receiving votes. So that means they fall all Ooh. out of the top five. They were previous number Man. one. They lost two straight games. Tough games, and they were for teams wow. that were in the rankings, so that made it really hard in terms of them. They stumble all the way out, uh, but they have the top votes uh, in terms of the teams out, so they're just outside. So they drop out, and they receive votes at 45. North Carolina Central Eagles, 12 and 11, 5 and 4. We talked about Coach in terms of what he was able to get done with 31 points. He finds himself receiving votes and back in the race. Southern Jaguars sit at 13 and 3, 9 and 4. This is another team that was. Uh, at the top of the poll, and they've taken a tough couple of weeks this week and including a tough big loss uh, where the ending score is a lot closer than that game was going down the stretch where they fell to uh, 20 points uh, in that matchup before they got it uh, into at least a striking distance, but they could not get it done. So let's get into the top five. We have a new team in the ranking, as you see. At number five, we'll bring it to you. That new team jumps in. That's Grambling State Tigers. They are playing some good basketball, sitting at 17, 18, and 3. Uh, one first-place vote. They were not ranked last weekend, but they are getting it done, playing some good basketball of late. They have a big matchup this week as they go to the All-Star and play their rival. The Bayou Classic is moving to Utah in terms of the MVA All-Star game. They jump into number five. Uh, big wins this weekend as they continue to get it done. They've won four straight games. Uh, in terms of what they've been able to do, 10 and 13, sitting in second place alone in the conference. Bringing it to number four, Tennessee State Tigers move up a spot from number five. They had a big weekend in terms of what they need to get done, and wow, uh, they have gotten off the carpet. They had a huge uh, uh, weekend where they took two teams that were above them in the race, including Southeastern Missouri State. Uh, who now um, they are tied with. You have one, two, three, four, five teams sitting eight and six in the OVC that essentially tied all for second place behind Morehead State Eagles, 10 and four, not to speak about them. 
but they played them coming up this week. So uh, shout out to uh, Tennessee State as they got it done on Saturday. Prayers to the young man uh, in the incident uh, that fell to the court in that matchup uh, this past weekend. Uh, that uh, good to hear that he is okay and back out uh, after what took place there. They call it a game. T Tennessee State won 67-53 against Tennessee Tech. And then, as I said, they beat Southeast Missouri 85-65 uh, and really pounded those, took advantage of being at home. Five straight games by Tennessee State, bringing us to number three. Alcorn State Braves, you talk about they are living right. They are extremely talented, but you're talking about a team that you just cannot get rid of, and you cannot play there at number three at 14, 11, 11, and two. They have one first-place vote, 85 points. They move up a spot. They literally scored uh, a duck with no time on the clock against Bethune-Cookman after trolling by five or less. <laughs> a minute left, they did that at Prairie View. They do it all the time, it seems like, and they're able to get it done. Fam, you was tied with uh, a little under two minutes left in that game, and they have a couple of uh, steals to, to get it done in that matchup. Alcorn State Braves are talented, living right, but they're number three. And number two, you have Norfolk State Spartans sitting 18-7, 7-2. I remember when they had those two uh, losses a couple of weeks ago, everybody wanted to close the door and put the dirt on them. Uh, Coach said no, no, not yet. That's not what we do around these parts. And he's sitting in second place. And that rematch with Howard is coming up. They sit at 72. They've won five straight games. And they move up a spot with three votes to number two at 99 points. New number one this week, moving up a spot. People are looking for it. Can you believe it? Howard Bison, after tying for the football regular season, didn't get the head-to-head -head tiebreaker. Now they're in the hunt. First time in 30-plus years for a MEAC basketball championship. Can they hold on to it? 16-10, and 8-1, five first-place votes, 112 points, moving up from number two. They've won eight straight games. They have the longest winning streak of the HBCU men, uh, major division programs, and that is your top five this week. Uh, Mike, I'm going to go to you because I want Charles to sit on that because he is just stunned and surprised in multiple ways. So I'm going to go to you first and make him – Think about uh, what he might say uh, because we're near the show and I don't want to cover his mic before time is needed. Ah, okay. All right. So let me start by saying, <laughs> let me start, I, you know, I'm coming back in. Tennessee State is a big surprise to me. Yeah. What do you have? Yeah, number three, number they're, they're They got a five-game win, but I think three of those wins are, are teams with eight and six in the division, eight and six records in the division. Impressive. So one of the reasons they got eight and six because they pushed them losses on. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, that's impressive. Uh, the you know the the one team that's above them is also eight and six, and then Morehead State is ten and four. They're kind of running away. That's impressive. So you could make an argument that they're they're up a little bit. I don't know what the hell they're serving in the water at Alcorn State, but yeah, like you said, they living right. They praying they, right. They, they living eat. so right. <laughs> they eating right. They running right. They doing everything. They singing praises right. They eleven to two. So I really can't say anything about the poll, other than you could argue that Tennessee State, where they are and what they're doing, you could argue that they're up a little bit higher in, in, in the poll. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I, I appreciate the thoughts, and I, I it makes some sense. But uh, I'm gonna go to Charles and see what Charles has to say. 
Maryland should have jumped out of the pole. Well, they went to number one for two weeks and couldn't live up to the hype. They lost uh, tough matchups this past weekend. And let me just get this to them so people realize Norfolk State went on the road and beat Maryland Eastern Shore Hawks 76-73. to 73. Close matchup. Uh, then on Monday, uh, Maryland Eastern Shore lose to Howard. Howard. He could have Howard. Them. Yeah. Howard beat him up, and it was in Howard. Washington, D.C., 78-69. Great point there, Mike. So, Charles, what do you say? So the question that Dr. Ville is in the history of Dr. Ville's basketball polls, has a team ever gone from one to completely out the rank? I've never no. seen that. Wow. No. So that, no, that caught me out guard. Yeah, it, that, it that had, caught me I, guard. I think when we used to do 10, to your point, uh, mm-hmm. when we used to do 10, I think you have had some teams that dropped from one uh, to like six or seven, but they weren't out the poll because yeah. at the time yeah. we were doing 10. Uh-huh. Um, and but I hadn't seen a weekend that I can recall, obviously, in short memory, we've been doing this for 20 years, where a team that was sitting in first place had such a devastating weekend where they lost yeah. two. I've seen times where over two weeks period, you, you get a team that loses two games, sometimes back to back, you know, that Monday and then Saturday split, but not in the same weekend that we do the poll. Great question. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. caught me off guard. Uh, kudos to Tennessee State. Uh, for the way they've been playing basketball right now. Uh, kudos to Landon Bussey. Now, it, it, you know, I, I know this is one of those uh, inbound plays that drives coaches crazy, but to, to run that delayed action in, run somebody to the oh, rim. It, it was beautiful. It <laughs> was beautifully drawn up. I, I got to give him credit <laughs> on that. Uh, they caught Bethune Cookman sleeping, napping on that, and Alcorn was able to get out of Daytona with the win. So, like you said, the the, the air is, is cleaner. The water is 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 better down there on the reservation. I, I it's just they living right. Uh, they doing yeah. they doing things the right way uh down there. Uh kudos to Howard. Eight in a row. Uh finally Puffy, Felicia Rashad, everybody they can stick their chest out a little bit uh more this week uh because they are number one in Dr. Bill's poll. So shout out to the Howard Bison. Yeah man good points good points you talk about all point I gotta share this uh they won the five straight obviously but look at this uh, uh, they were on the road to ground, and they won 63 to 60. They followed that up, um, and host Arkansas Pine Love won 70 to 67. Uh, they clashed with their rival, Mississippi Valley State, at home, 81-70. Big margin there, but that was close until late. Then they go on the road to Bethune-Cookman, the one we were talking about with the little dunk, uh, with no time remaining, 76 to 74. That was after trailing by five now, late in that game. Then they go – the Tallahassee, they're going to win 67-64. So, again, um, they're living right, playing good basketball. But kudos to the Braves because that's what a championship team does. They find a way yeah. to win, and you can't count them out. So, it's going to be fascinating to see what these races, both in the MEAC and SWAC going down the stretch. And now that we have Tennessee State essentially back in the race in OVC, now we have an independent program to keep our eyes on as well. So, I'm fascinated to see what this looks like. Uh, obviously, we'll get a chance and see over the weekend uh, next week as sports rap, Brian and AD come back as they took off uh, for the Super Bowl rooting interest, making sure they watched some home ties, Kansas City, I believe. So shout out to AD Drew in terms of being able to celebrate in style, as well as the fact that HBC players that were associated with that. Uh, make sure next weekend your Saturday contest is all for state at Jackson State. Double hair, big time Ooh. robbery. 
o'clock. Both teams are playing pretty well in terms of Jackson State, in terms of that last uh, win that they had over Bethune-Cookman. They really put it on them, 91-64. to uh, They beat FAMU 69-58. So one of the issues you used to have with Jackson State is talking about their inability to score. Well, it looks like they're doing um, that right right now. So let me fasten to see what that looks like. They've won three straight games. So they at eight and five, a couple of games back, three to be exact. So that's your Saturday game, 12, 33 o'clock. Obviously, we get a chance to see the Jack State women as they continue just to make a statement. On that Monday, you go to Prairie View, doubleheader, 538 o'clock, Mississippi Valley State at Prairie View. Unique thing right now. Texas Southern that was picked to win the conference, they would be on the outside looking in. Yeah. Uh, Prairie View also with them at five and eight, Bethune Cookman. Tiebreakers will make a little difference there, obviously, uh, in terms of Texas Southern able to beat Bethune Cookman, so that might help them there. Prairie View is really looking on the outside. They've lost uh, between uh, Alabama State and, and on road that are ahead of them. Uh, they lost to Bethune Cookman. Uh, and yep. um, so they're sitting at five and eight. So it'll be fascinating to see can these teams put a couple of wins together to get it done. Big win by Texas Southern over Southern yesterday. It gives them a chance, and maybe they're feeling better about themselves. Let's call it a day for that. Thank you for listening to Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues, Howard Bison. It's going to be interesting to see what my Bison friend out there. You don't, they don't know how to act when they get some wins and some rankings. They, you talking about the Mecca. They're going to let you know everything right now. So we'll see how they, <laughs> uh, I don't know if they've earned that name hey, the Mecca I, had, I hadn't seen these folks look at the poll in years. All of a sudden, they're like, Phil, in your yeah. poll coming out this weekend, where, where the bison going to be? I say, tune in, tune in. Shout out. They'll, um, you know, they'll, they'll show up. If Howard shows up in a championship, they'll show up, and it'll be a fashion show. So they'll show up <laughs> then, but they don't They don't look at stats. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for love. They keep winning right now. Thank you for listening inside the HBC Sports Lab. Make sure Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Kenyatta Kaville, the Dean of HBC Sports, coming from inside the lab in the College of HBC Sports with Mike Watson, Charles Bishop. Uh, appreciate you showing up again. Happy Valentine's to all the folks out there, especially the ladies. Again, we want to thank you for listening, to Dr. Bills, inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, every Tuesday and Thursday at six o'clock Central Standard Time. We'll be back on Thursday to give you an update with the mid majors. See if we get you some more baseball uh, news and interviews up here, and give you some more information about Cactus Jack. I'm excited about what that game will look like. Stay tuned. We'll let you know if we'll be able to do some uh, shows from out there live. Follow me, Dr. Kenyatta Kabil, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with that type of instrument information. That's Dr. Kenyatta Kabil. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-B-I-L. Make sure you download my JBN, my BCSN. We're still doing a 25th anniversary. Go check it out. Support us on that. Inside the HBC Sports Lab 1. On Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube is inside the HBC Sports Lab. Dream big. Continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. Charles? Of course. Mike? Lecture. Dismiss. Hey, Mike, say one of them uh, Portuguese words again for us. Tell us goodbye. <laughs> ah, boa noite, mi amigos. <laughs> Mike drop.